Dueling Dialogues is brought to you by our affiliates at IX Web Hosting. Click the banner on the right left chronicles.com to get up to 40% off your first year of the best hosting on the planet. Today's episode of Dueling Dialogue is brought to you by Saucy Eva. Gma's marinade is coming soon to a plate near you to gourmetize your meats and proteins. Coming to you from that once forgotten artery that pulses through the center of the continental United States and into the heart of the Ozarks, Grace Matthews. Looking in from the northern border, our Canadian friend, along with his countrymen feeling the effects of U.S. political issues, Connor Murphy. Welcome to Dueling Dialogues, episode 26. I'm Connor Murphy here with Grace Matthews all the way in Springfield, Missouri. Hi, Grace. How you doing? I'm doing great. How are you, Connor? Good. We're uh, in fall weather and, uh, you know, starting to get used to it a bit. And yeah, last Monday was a downer too. It was gray and rainy just like this Monday, but yeah, it's still Monday. Bah. Yeah, it is. But we have a beautiful, it's chilly out, but sunny, and it's a beautiful fall Monday, so I can't complain about the weather today. Yeah, I'm not much a fall person. I'm a spring person. Well, I'm a summer person, that's for sure, but if, you know, fall's pretty. Yeah. So, and so. lots of nice scents, you know, people are making apple butter, and apple cider and nothing smells better than cinnamon and apple cider and pumpkin spice everything oh yeah that has become kind of an addiction hasn't it yes i guess it has oh speaking of addictions yeah (laughs) (laughs) well this weinstein guy i mean not not that we didn't know he was sick right because we did yes you know and Everybody knew he was, what did you call it, the casting couch? Exactly. Was, you know, he was the king of casting couches. And certainly the Weinstein Company has their name on a lot of movies. You know, I think that's about to end, or perhaps has ended. In fact, they're already reporting that a movie that was supposed to be released by Weinstein Company next month will not be released until sometime in 2018. So it's already halted, delayed, all their movies, whatever they had going. Right. So this so, this is a huge for the... Well, it's the huge. And yeah, I mean, economically, it's, it's going to be a huge hit for those innocents that certainly didn't do anything wrong. Well, he is, you know, quite frankly... I, I didn't know where he'd be by today, and I assume he's still in sex rehabilitation. It does sound like he suffers from some type of sex addiction. Uh, that doesn't excuse him. Right. What it does say is how many people enabled him. Yes, for this long. Oh, I mean, my gosh. And this... his brother came out yesterday and suggested that part of the reason why he enabled him was because he abused him. (laughs) That he was abusive towards his brother, Bob. So I think it's suffering from too much money more than it is from a sex addiction. Money and power. I don't know, Connor. I don't know. When I, when I, when I, what we're about to talk about, please, no children in the room, because this is just... 
over the top. So if there are children, get them away from Bye. what we're going to read. <laughs> children into the basement. That's what used to happen when I was a kid. Into the basement. <laughs> into the basement. Yeah. Grown up time. Anyway, page six is reporting Weinstein asked club owner to deny story he masturbated into a potted plant. <laughs> Are you kidding me? Oh. Harvey Weinstein wow. asked a New York club owner to deny a story about him masturbating into a potted plant in front of a local news anchor, according to a new report. But so socialista owner Armin Armiri Instead, told the press that not only did the gross incident recounted by the former News 12 reporter, Lauren Savon, happen at his venue, Weinstein also defiled one of his soft scans. First of all, when I go to New York, I will not be able to eat at Socialista. Yeah. I mean, I, I, if I was the owner, I would have denied... I wouldn't have given the name of the restaurant. Yeah, it. it but wow. he's sick. He's sick. I mean, there there are reports that he raped women. I think two or three now in uh, the UK. There are some in New York, some in LA. Uh, there was, I believe, a report I read yesterday of one in France. I mean, he left a trail. Yeah. He had in his contract permission. Wow. To have be charged with sexual indiscretions as long as he personally paid off the money. What kind of contract? How many people saw that contract? I mean, there are so many places where even if you didn't witness him doing this and, and you just saw the paper trail. Jeez. This it is, is incredible. It over is the top. Yeah, and, and like I said, many of these women who did not report this, I understand that this was employment for them. But at what point when you receive Academy Awards and you have more money than you need to spend in a lifetime, do you not come forward? And at what point do you blame women in the Midwest that voted for Trump for being controlled by men? Let me tell you a little secret. Most women in the Midwest would have broke his fingers. <laughs> his hands. I broke a guy's finger once. I was on a date, you know, and you go quit it. And they don't quit it. You take that middle finger and you bend it backwards until it snaps. And then you say, hasta la vista, ass. Yeah. Well, right You know, now. in a lot of ways, you've got to control yourself. A guy looked me up once from... Some of my writings, Yeah. he comes and I kind of open my sliding glass door. He tried to come in. He was definitely high on something like meth. And he, I said, get your hand, arm out of the door. I said, I'll shut it in the door. And he didn't believe me. And guess what I did? Shut it in the door. I'm pretty sure it was broken. I don't know. I didn't see him again. You know, you take, you can't always take care of stuff. I'm not trying to blame a victim. Right. But I will tell you that I've lived in the Midwest all my life. There aren't too many women that don't pretty much know how to take care of themselves. Yeah. And if you don't know, take a class. I used to take in college. I used to take loads of cash to the bank all by myself. I mean, we were idiots back then. 
I'd have thousands of dollars that I would deposit for the drugstore I worked for. And the one thing they did do is send me to this self-defense class. Right. You know, it's like an all-day thing. You know, I learned a lot there. Yeah. I certainly don't want to put myself in a position to need it, but I can't. A lot of times people project what's going on with themselves onto other people, you know. And in psychology, it's it's certainly a symptom of greater things. This situation that's going on in Hollywood and in um, that circle that of politics that gains money from Hollywood, it certainly seems like a projection. You are ruled by men. Well, it looks like to me they were ruled by a man. And maybe more than that. Oh, for sure. To it think- happens a lot in relationships. Yeah. Well, on social media right now, have you seen the Me Too no. um, posts going around? Okay. Well, it's about it, it's about sexual assault or sexual abuse, and it just copy and paste this. If you have endured one of these things, and and comment Me Too. So pretty much Facebook has erupted with everybody, pretty much every woman on my friends list has posted me too. Because most every woman has had an incident. It doesn't matter how beautiful you are. It doesn't matter how smart you are or how dumb you've had an incident. At least one. If you've only had one, you're lucky. I think most guys have too. I, you know, I bet they have. Well, me that's too. A, that's a good point. That's a good point. Will and guys do something like posting me too on Facebook? Probably not. No, you're exactly right. And a lot of guys have had this situation when they were young. Well, it, yeah. It's always wrong. It's, it's, it's always wrong. Right. But it's um, something that has always also been there. So, it has always been there. You're right. And that doesn't make it right. It doesn't make it right, no, but it does mean that sometimes you got to be in charge of yourself a little bit. Yeah, you know, stand up for for your rights a little bit more. And I think maybe this is the the turning point that society was looking for. And unfortunate for Weinstein, he's going to be the poster child for what not to do. You know, not that I have any remorse for even saying that. The guy is a P.O.S., Oh, absolutely. Um, they kicked him out of the movie Academy Saturday. I mean, okay, you know, I think, you know, that's kind of like a no-brainer maybe, but there are guys in the past that were convicted of similar situations that are still in the movie Academy, but that's another story for another day. Yeah, well, I hope there was no statues of Weinstein that are now going to be torn down. No, but I will tell you, he did give a lot of money to charity. And and that's not that unusual for someone with such a dark soul. They will oftentimes do things like give money to charity to kind of compensate for the bad. Yes. I mean, yes. even social workers will, will look for parents that overcompensate. Mm-hmm. They will. That sometimes is a yellow flag. Um, so it's, it's, it's part of human behavior. He had given $250,000 at least to the Clinton foundation. Uh, we do learn that the Clinton foundation will not be returning the money 
because they said it was already spent. Yeah, no kidding. There are no refunds on Chelsea's wedding. Wow. Surprise, surprise. I don't even know what to say. Yeah, Yeah, right. Well, you know, to be honest, I was going to ask you uh, if you knew of any political parties giving back any money at this time and I, I i after i thought of that question i thought wow how ridiculous of a question that is yeah. <laughs> so yeah. i don't even need there to was, ask i that think that in all fairness though i think the democratic national committee did give it to some sort of women's shelter they they took the oh, money well, that he had donated to them and they donated it to a woman's shelter, which I think is fair. I, I don't always understand giving the money back to a bad guy anyway. Right. I mean, really, for what? To to support his... Lawyers? His, yeah. <laughs> I mean, why would you give it back to them? It, it really doesn't make sense. I understand it's an ethical thing, but it, well, it's kind of pointless. And I so, agree with the giving it to a women's charity. I do, too. I think that is a fabulous gesture. And um, I'm pretty sure that the INC didn't get any money, so they don't have to worry about it. As of today, the Weinstein Company is in, I said, in talks to sell to one of uh, Trump's friends, Tom Barrick. Now, if you'll remember, Tom Barrick was also being considered for chief of staff in Trump's administration. He represents the private equity firm of Colony Capital. It's my understanding that in the last hour or so that Colony Capital has already posted some money to try to keep things afloat. They, of Mm. course, will no longer operate as Weinstein Company. It'll be given some new name, uh, but they will try to keep the projects going and um, because it's right now everything Weinstein had going is at a halt. Yeah. Well, no, no doubt. Yeah. Um, I think he's going to be looking at the inside of a jail cell soon. We hope. That's what yeah. he deserves. Yeah. Yeah. He will. I don't know how long it'll take all these investigations, but it looks like he's going to be warranted all over the world. And I have a feeling that women will just keep coming forward. I mean, he's, he's, gosh, I think he's 67. He's been doing this for more than 40 years. Well, there's a lot of um, Yeah, the, the victims are just unbelievable, you know, and the people that knew. The enabling is just, oh, my gosh. It, it's just, it's pitiful. It's absolutely pitiful. We have over the weekend, any of the comedians that tried to joke about it are apparently being just practically blackballed, which is totally unlike how the situation with Bill O'Reilly and Fox News was handled, but I wouldn't really expect anything different. You know, Weinstein is, it's like you said, he is probably going to go to jail. There are rape charges. You know, you're talking about real criminal crimes here. And in most cases, In most jurisdictions, on actual rape, there is no statute of limitations. Mm -hmm. And particularly in New York, there is not. So it's kind of treated very similar to murder. There's no statute. And if somebody said 40 years ago he did it, if they can provide some proof, then the courts are okay with that. 
Um, that surprised me. I really thought I, and there was statutes on rape, but there isn't. And there there might be where I live. I don't I don't know. But I think that's interesting that they can go very far back. Right. And this guy will never see the light of day again. No, probably not. So Yeah. I have no remorse for him. No, I do not either. I do not. Um, in a little bit of other news, we have uh, an oil rig that exploded at Lake Pontchartrain in Louisiana today. Several are injured. People describe it like, you know, somebody dropped a bomb. Oh, wow. And they said that they were sitting in their houses and stuff started falling off tables and bookshelves. And so it was quite the incident for people that live near there. And nobody was killed. I, you know, so far, there is one guy missing. So we really don't know yet. Right. Um, so. Hopefully they find him. Yeah. Also, Bo Bergdahl pleaded guilty to deserting his post. I think the interesting part of this story is that there was no prior plea agreement. So he didn't make a deal in order to plead guilty. And I think all the pundits believed that he had possibly asked for something short of life in prison, which is exactly what he faces, um, in exchange for his plea. That did not happen. There was no plea agreement. Hmm. We have had the worst wildfire in California history in the Napa Valley region. Yeah, it's horrible. Yes, 40 deaths have been confirmed. Now, I haven't seen the um, toll this morning of people that just have not been located, but Saturday evening it was at 300. Now, a lot of that is really due to cell service. Right. So it's it's not like probably 300 people are dead, but they do believe that death toll will probably rise. Wow, you guys have... uh had a really tough year we have but you know what we got some good news here the u.s consumer sentiment index hit 101.1 the highest level since 2004 that's really really good news i'll have to take your word for it no idea what that is well it's how confident people are in the um economy things are going good wow okay so 101 Point one is like better than good. Yeah. If you would have told me 10 was good, I would have went, okay. (laughs) Oh, gosh. And uh, let's see. There was also another bad note. uh, A truck bomb in Somalia. Yeah, that was Yeah, that place. Yeah, more than 300 dead so far. And that's probably just rising. That's just terrible. Yeah. Well, um, I I have a feeling that... uh, we're going to be sending some help there shortly. Absolutely. I mean, Somalia, you know, that's just been a... Show. Yeah, yeah. That's oops. Just, yeah, oops. That's an understatement, but oops. Yeah. <laughs> it's uh, just, yeah. Looks, looks like Connor's going to be looking for a beep. Beep, yeah. I think so. Yeah. And you'll have to beat me while I go too. So anyway, um, we'd like to also thanks Car thank Carlos Thomas for plugging us in the brain science and neurophilosophy periodical. Oh, awesome. 
Thank yeah. you, Carlos Thomas. Whoever you are, thanks for listening. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Yeah. We're always excited about that. So what else do we have? Well, yippee-yay, Coyote, the stock market just hit an all-time high. Oh. I mean, that's it has done that a lot since the election. So as we were talking about earlier, the consumer confidence, the stock market, economically, Trump has been good for the stock market. Hmm. You know, I I don't know too many people that aren't just elated about that. Well, no, that's that's good because it trickles down eventually, yeah. maybe. Yeah, you absolutely. Know. And it's. It's good for, you know, investments. It's good for companies wanting to hire people. And maybe it's good for raises because, you know, we've had jobs created. We have had, you know, new business starting to come back after the whole 2008 debacle. We've got 401ks looking good. But what we just have not been able to get is the people that left the force, the workforce, yeah. coming back and getting gaining jobs. But even more importantly, we've went backwards on wages. Right. And we have not started to move back up. So in general, people are right now making about what they did like in 1998. Yeah, which doesn't cut it because of inflation. No, no. And inflation has yeah. still taken place. You know, food is a lot more expensive. Well, in general... The rich get richer and the poor get poorer, and that's basically what's happening. Well, and that's, that is a leftist view. Yeah, that well, is a leftist view. Right. I, yeah. Right. When the rich get richer, sometimes they hire more people or give raises. Sometimes. Keyword. You just said it. Sometimes. So when they get tax cuts, they almost always do, Connor. Well, I don't. That's what we're banking on here. Yeah. We see. We've got the reverse thing happening. Uh, in Canada, with Trudeau taxing pretty much absolutely everything he can think of. You know that commercial with the old lady and the hot sauce? I put that blank on everything. Yeah, well, that's that's Trudeau and his taxes. I put that blank on everything. <laughs> yeah, so... Um, oh, my gosh. Yeah. Okay. Not that, very that's... liberal of me, but uh, I, I, you know what? We're... we're we're drowning getting, in yes. hot sauce. Hot, hot sauce. Jackson. Yes. Yes. We are drowning. Yeah. Oh, wow. That's the. I didn't know that. I really didn't. So, economically, are people not happy in Canada? Like, I mean, our people are happier than happy about the economy. Seems I like mean, the they people. Have a lot of confidence. Seems like the people down east are happy. Down west, not so much. We're, we've got oil in our economy, and with the price being down, we've. Really, the West has not seen any relief come out of the the federal budget at all to to help the the province of Alberta. Yet the dividends to eastern provinces keep flowing. Okay, so, because oil is down low and in gas, and that's kind of killing you guys, right? Yeah, yeah. Out in the West, it certainly is. Okay, and there's, and, there's been and no. You still have to pay for it, correct? Yeah, we're still paying dividends to a province like Quebec of something like $5 billion a year or something like that. Which is a whole lot of loot. Yeah. In a country nothing. of 35 million people, and that's they, a lot of loot. And they just recently basically applauded the decision to cancel a pipeline 
which basically would have bought a, brought a lot of jobs to the east. So it's out west, everybody's scratching their head and wondering uh, what to Why? do. So we're yeah, we're seeing some rise and some talk of a, a of a separation again, the Western Canadian separation. So. Well, it's I tell you what, I would sure cut off that 5B. Yeah. I mean, you know, if it's not coming in, it shouldn't be going out. Right. But that's a federal thing, I guess. So uh, it's it's going to be interesting times. Absolutely. But the, but the tax breaks are going to the lower classes and the upper classes are getting hit. So well, exactly opposite to what uh, I, uh, I know. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, we'll see what what happens in the yeah. end of these tax cuts. Well, we can't agree yeah. on everything all the time, right? No, we can't. And we're hoping that, that Trump and Mitch McConnell agreed on something today at lunch. They had lunch together. So we're hoping that the Senate will do something, do something, for goodness sakes, something yeah. that's on Trump's agenda. Right. That would be nice. I think that would be a good thing. Right. So in the world of sports, also in the news here in Canada was good old uh, Kaepernick. Colin Kaepernick. Yeah, he yeah, hired an attorney. Yeah. <laughs> um, typical spoiled brat, I guess. Well, yeah. Millennial. Or is it, is it the attorney? I mean, Mark Garagos, who has a long history of kind of every i don't know five to ten years he needs a big case you know right and he will represent some super duper ego now let's get it straight colin kaepernick walked out on his contract yeah he opted out of it he left the league voluntarily but now he's mad, saying that we're two months down the road into the season and nobody's hired him. It's because, number one, the president talked ugly about him. Well, well he took a knee. <laughs> he was only gaining 15 yards per game or something like that. And he's not a very good quarterback anymore. You don't walk away from your sure deal contract when you're not very good anymore. Well, look at the the problems in the NFL right now between owners and Trump and the players, and it, it's sure. it's a horrible situation. Okay. Who created it? He did. So, well, yeah. what owner in the world would get him on the team? Exactly. I mean, if you, I mean, he would need to be a lot better. It would be need to be worth it. I mean, when Tim Tebow was playing, he did the whole prayer thing. Okay, they they ditched him. He didn't get another job, yeah. and he was praying to Jesus, okay? He really wasn't bothering that many people, exactly. except it was a fiasco. People were there at practices, and, you know, the press was all over it, you know, his relationship with God. Well, when he got not very good, it wasn't worth it anymore. Right. Same as Kaepernick. You know, if you've got a fiasco to present— you better be playing as good as Brady. Right. So you're basically saying that Colin Kaepernick was is probably going to be playing in the CFL soon? Exactly. <laughs> We're going to send him to Canada. And if he doesn't like the United States flag oh. and all of that, people are going to go send him to Canada. We've been saying that since Vietnam. Well, 
Go I, to Canada. <laughs> okay. I, I, I guess that we, we could accept that because after all, we did give you Justin Bieber. Oh my gosh. Yeah. We, <laughs> could we send him back? <laughs> nope. No, we're not oh taking gosh. him back. I have actually thought of that many times. How in the world did we not send him back? Yeah. But you're right. We've gotten some awfully good people, though, from Canada. Um, I, we've had a lot of good news people. So I, I have to say that sometimes we snatch some gooders. But um, you can have Kaepernick and you don't even have to send us anything in return. We don't right. mind. Okay. okay. Not a deal. Not a deal. <laughs> We're not going to agree on that? No, we're not going to agree on that. Oh, my gosh. So we can't even end the show. We have to agree on something. We can agree to disagree. Yeah, we can't agree on that. And we don't always agree, but life's a journey, and we're all in this together. Thanks for listening. Godspeed, Connor. Godspeed to all of our friends out there. Godspeed, Grace, and thanks for listening. Godspeed, everybody. Dueling Dialogues is brought to you by our affiliates at IX Web Hosting. Click the banner on the rightleftchronicles.com to get up to 40% off your first year of the best hosting on the planet. Today's episode of Dueling Dialogue is brought to you by Saucy Eva. Gma's marinade is coming soon to a plate near you to gourmetize your meats and proteins.